Welcome to episode 4 of the Not So Great Podcast. Our journalists today are myself, Eric Dew, and Isaiah Ortiz. Our historians are Silasifa and Daniel Diaz. Today we're going to talk about how the British colonized um, the Igbo people. Um, the first question I want to start off is, describe the role of the British in the community by the end of the book. Uh, well, by the end of the book, we could see that the British community, um, not the British community, I mean, like, the British in general, their role um, basically um, subverted all the other uh, native traditional roles. Like, you have your priestesses, and you have your, and from that, you have your judici- judicial system that uh, watched over the entire village, and then also um, through its education, and through those factors we see that the british uh, secure control over umofia by the end of the book and from this uh the actions that the british took to do this actually um began with the missionaries uh at the beginning of the book we see um first began with mr brown and his small group of missionaries and it evolved over time and then from there um it went from the churches and converting people into the schools and the hospitals which brought more people over and uh, saw them in a way uh, use that to convince them to uh, join Christianity in a way but also um, secured Christian influence and as a result like British influence over Omofia and then from that uh, from that uh, the religious standpoint then came the high commissioners who came over and imposed their courts over the people of Omofia and then from there, you saw, we see a contrast where, like, the traditional priestesses, they would, like, determine laws and what would happen in punishments. Like, for example, Okonkwo getting his compound uh, burned down because he violated, no, not the violation of the week of the peace, but uh, murdering another clansman. And we see that superseded by the British Christian courts, which uh, established control over uh, villages and clans and stuff like that. So, our second question is, what are some actions the British took to slowly take control away from the Igbo people? I mean, they took many actions, but some of the main ones, I guess, yeah, just the main ones, I guess, or some of the main ones. I mean, first of all, they started with establishing schools and then, say, like, trying to make it sound tempting and, like, making it sound better for the Igbo people, saying that they're going to learn how to read and write, unlike the schools that were already there. But the, the catch was that they were going to be learning the... They weren't going to be studying their own religion. They were going to be studying Christianity. And... Something else that they did was they basically made their own... Like... They made their own justice system. So their own court. and Which... I guess, in a way, made it so they had some jurisdiction. Or not jurisdiction, but like... They had some authority even though they were never given that authority by the Igbo people and they just t- took it over, I guess. So, like, what can you say, like, what things change because of, like, the British, of, like, the Igbo culture? Like, what what cultures or values changed? Uh, well, I think one of the biggest would obviously be their religion you know, and uh, justice system. Because uh, previously, like we said before, with the uh, priestesses and the court and stuff like that, but also uh, with the coming of British, British missionaries and stuff like that, we see uh, 
in the book we have those who are um, not taken of any titles but people who are considered at the lowest of umofia's like little caste system uh they're untouchables or that they're cursed uh, and stuff relating to them having long hair and stuff like that and as a result the christian missionaries completely disregard this fact and tell them to like uh, cut their hair which was a sign of them being uh, untouchable or cursed by their pagan religious system and stuff like that and that caused a big uproar even amongst uh, their own Anglican converts who refused at the beginning to be in the services with them and stuff like that <clears throat> so at the end of the book um, we see that Okonko kills himself um, and for what was the reason of that specific action I mean I guess it was the fact that he knew that his people weren't really his people anymore because they didn't stand for the same things that he stood for. So they weren't going to help him in trying to like get rid of the 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 British people, the white men. And so he didn't really see himself as having any power, so he he in his head, in his head he already lost. He already lost, so he decided to take his life instead of facing them, I guess. Because he knew that if he tried to face him alone, he wouldn't win. And like to add on to that, um, in a way, I could look at Okonkwo as like a personification of Amofia's like macho culture. Um, he's because we see very clearly, though he's an extremist in many senses, he's like um, Amofia's like last great traditionalist, or in a way, Umofia itself, you know, in trying to resist uh, British colonization and as a result christianity and stuff like that which were brought in you see him uh, even violently opposed to it and with at the end of the book where we see that the, the other villagers allow the british messengers to get away um that was like the final straw for him because for a while coming back into exile he still was uneasy about it um it's mentioned that he prays to his personal gods uh for the village and for the men who he says like turned into women and in his view uh, abandoned the religion and the practices and the traditional rites that umofia had beforehand and as well um their warrior-like spirit because in any case if if it wasn't a white man and it feels just another clan doing this it's pretty obvious that umofia probably would have just gone to war with them instead of allow them to do these things and in these circumstances you could see that um Aquanko really just gave up and saw this as like the final straw and the final betrayal or the death of his village. <laughs>